0: Welcome to the Amateur MILF Society, a podcast about the highs and lows of mothering in the modern age. We're your hosts, Sinead and Rosie, and we're just trying. Just trying. Join us on a journey from positive pregnancy tests through to school and beyond as we try to untangle all those complicated thoughts and feelings that come when you decide to push a baby out of your vagina. Other birthing methods are available. We are average, non famous mums who live average, unfamous lives. Although, if we get famous, we're not complaining. We'll take any sponsorship we can get. <laughs> we we've, we've gone from we've gone from Hello so Fresh. You,
1: you can go to hell. Yeah, basically everyone can fuck off. Then Hello Fresh, Tui Holidays, the, the lowest bar of holiday, and then
0: anything. anything. <laughs> please listen and give us free shit.
1: Yeah, don't care what it is,
0: and not even free shit. Just give us um, validation and attention, please. <laughs> yeah. I would take, uh, uh, how many followers on Instagram would we take over a 2 holiday for free? A hundred? I was going to go a <laughs> thousand.
1: We've uh, already got a hundred. That goes to show how much validation I need in my yeah. life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. How are you, Sinead? Are you okay? I'm good, thank you, Rosie. How are you? I'm good. I can't believe we're on EP4. Four. EP4 four already? Ep four. We are. Trailblazers of the podcasting industry. We really are. Ep four. Ep four. And what are we talking about this week, Rosie? Okay, we're t- literally, I, I, I promise you
1: this is true, about 30 seconds before we've pressed record, I had to ask Sinead what, what this word stood for. <laughs> so this episode is about NCT. Sinead,
0: what does NCT stand for? National Childbirth Trust.
1: So it's a thing you go to, isn't it? When, when you're, you're pregnant. pregnant. I went, you went. Our mates went. Everyone goes. So we're going to talk about that. It's going to be loads of fun. But first of all, before we do anything, can you please describe your week in one sentence, Sinead? I can.
0: My kid has a crush on someone else's mum. Define crush? Uh, She's just obsessed with her. So her friend in her class, uh, Darcy, is obsessed with her mother. And every time she sees... The mum in question, who is admittedly extremely cool. She shows up on the school run in, like, pink tracksuit, Ugg boots, massive sunglasses. And she's just really, really nice. She's She's genuinely a really nice person. Darcy, like, runs up to her big grin plastered all over her face. Hi! And the other day, we saw her on the way out of school. Mm. And Darcy said to me, Mummy, if you weren't my mummy, I would want blanks. Blank's mum. (laughs) to be my mommy i was like oh okay and then she was like because she's the coolest and the prettiest mummy. she's the coolest and the prettiest so i was going to ask you um what do you think it is about her that
1: she loves so coolness and prettiness yeah That's what she she puts up as the top things that she wants from her Mm mum. Coolness and prettiness.
0: Shout out to Dylan, by the way, who is the mum in question. And it's her birthday today, which is St. Patrick's Day. So happy birthday, Dylan. Happy birthday, Dylan. You sound like an absolute diamond. She is. She's really cool. I really like her. Would you like her to be Darcy's mum? Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) She can have my children too. (laughs) That's fine by me. So, Rosie, can you sum up your week in a sentence for me? I can. Sometimes
1: when I'm watching Stacey Solomon's Sort Your Life Out and uh, do you know this program? No. Okay. So Stacey Solomon's Sort Your Life Out is a program where they go into people's homes that are really, really messy yeah. and then they put all of their belongings into a hanger and make them get rid of half of it mm-hmm. and then they do their house up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my week in one sentence is sometimes when I'm watching Stacey Solomon's Sort Your Life Out when they go into the houses that are very messy, I think to myself, oh, that doesn't look that bad. <laughs> I, I Honestly, they go and they go in and they're like, oh my God, there's stuff everywhere. And I just, and then I look at my own room in front of the TV and just think, it's not, no, no it's not that messy. I've seen worse. I've seen worse. Yeah, my right room, room
0: currently is disgusting. Disgusting.
1: <laughs> disgusting. And it can't not be like, there's just so many toys. So many things. So many crumbs. So many crumbs. Oh, my God. I I had to shine a light, the torch on my phone, under the sofa yesterday because Ramona lost her bouncy ball. And I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I put the light under the sofa and I just went, I'm never doing that again. (laughs) I'm never doing that
0: again. It was absolutely disgusting. Can you believe that there are people that actually move their sofas to clean under them? I just... Our sofas only get cleaned under at Christmas when we move the furniture around to accommodate the Christmas <laughs> tree.
1: I'm pretty sure that's the only time that we do particular types of cleaning is when it's like, okay, yeah. we've got to get a tree in here. Yeah. Oh my we've
0: God. We've got to move things to fit this tree in.
1: Oh. Also, on the subject of Stacey Solomon, I fucking love that girl anyway um you've you've seen her right she's got the most incredible long luxurious hair that she puts in the most amazing plaits and so Ramona now requests me to like French braid her hair to look like Stacy. and I'm like I don't have I don't have the
0: qualifications to plait I don't I have like the facilities for that big man and your hair is like smoke <laughs> so your hair is like smoke yeah so I'm afraid babes those two things ain't Imagine. Yeah Darcy likes a french plait but Darcy as i've previously discussed has very 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 curly hair mm. which makes Fr- french plaiting it um a fucking nightmare <laughs> <laughs> I ju- I I
1: really love like french plaits i think they look beautiful yeah but they give me panic attacks
0: <laughs> so what doing them <laughs> doing them <laughs> not doing. not looking at them doing them
1: doing them yeah. yeah and remote like Ramona like asks me to do them and then goes ow
0: ow mummy ow the yeah. whole time yeah Darcy's like ow you're hurting
1: me I'm like you asked for this and I don't say it but in my head I think beauty is pain Ramona beauty
0: is pain <laughs> <laughs> I Continent don't say when it. you burn your face on a curling iron <laughs> yeah 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 when you've been on a night
1: out in heels and try to dance for six hours. Come back to me then, mate. I mean, I've not done that in about no, ten
0: years. That. I've never done that because I don't never wear... worn heels. I hate wearing heels. I hate wearing heels. I did have a heels phase when I was about. I need to put this pen down. <laughs> put the pen down. It's because you were talking about French flats, and it was giving you the. It was giving me stress. <sighs> yeah, so I did have a brief heels phase. What uh, sort of heels did you go for? You know those like strappy. Fake Topshop wedges that you. Oh no. Yeah, I had a pair of oh, those. Oh no. And then I had like, I had a few various pairs of heels, a Jeffrey Campbell fake. The fake Jeffrey Campbell Lita was a go-to. Oh, were they
1: the ones that were like quite
0: punky? Yeah, they were, they were like yeah. uh, lace-up boots with a massive platform and like a chunky wooden heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember.
1: Oh my god, that's just given me that's like triggered. That's just triggered some very traumatic memories for me because all the girls that used to bully me at university we were all those. <laughs> Gen- genuinely think if they'd have, if they could have got away with it, they probably would have stamped on my head with those heels.
0: So thank you for that. <laughs> I never had a pair of my own, but I borrowed my friend Alicia's quite regularly and she had worn them to the point where the heel, the actual heel was like sloped from where she'd worn them. So I once was running for some reason in town in those heels. Because you were young. Because I was young and had much more energy than I do now. And you know the corner by pilot? Yes. I executed basically a slide tackle on nobody. (laughs) around that corner i can totally see it i can see it oh god and fell over with such drama Mm. that the homeless man that lives in the doorway of pilot came over i was like oh are you okay (laughs) do you know what as you were saying that i just thought to myself wouldn't
1: it have been even funnier if the homeless man that, that sits in that corner but he's the one that has the violin right yeah if he'd have been playing like a little fiddly Irish tune as that happened
0: that wasn't happening but <laughs> do you remember the saxophone guy that used to be outside the cookie yes all the time oh, yeah. that would play the same tune on saxophone yeah. all night long all night long we could hear the dulcet tones of saxophone yes. man from round the corner <laughs>
1: as you were lying on the floor yeah in your Jeffrey Cam- fake Jeffrey Campbell's. yeah they weren't even yours. They weren't even mine. What a time to be alive. And
0: everyone else is like up by O'Neill somewhere. And I had to kind of ashamedly pick myself up off the ground. Did, were,
1: you, were you hurt? Were you scraped? Were you scraped up?
0: Probably, but I didn't feel it. Mm, yeah, you don't, do you? No. I, I feel every f- pain now. I used to fall down every stair in town <laughs> when I was drunk. <laughs> every stair. Every stair. Every single stair. One time, uh, do you remember when cafe Bruxelles used to have a metal spiral staircase oh cafe Bruxelles, yeah dude. yeah Yeah. i fell face first down the metal spiral staircase crumpled myself into a ball at the bottom of the stairs and looked up and what i can only describe as the fittest man i've ever seen was looking at me like i was a fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) oh no i was like I fell. Please help me up. He (laughs) He just looked at me. Like, are you okay? You're thinking, you're
1: thinking, maybe this is the start of our Oh no, he's gone.
0: Yeah, I think he literally did just kind of look at me and then turn around and walk walk away. away. Oh, what a lovely metaphor for your my love life. life. Sorry, that was very mean. I didn't read that at all. (laughs) (laughs) it <laughs> is actually though quite it's also true yeah. yeah true
1: but it, i mean it's in a nice way <laughs> if that's possible um how did we get on to this it always happens it always this is always going to happen it's always going to happen and i think people appreciate it i think people like it please tell us you do
0: yeah please please uh what's this episode about today Ah, uh, this episode is about NCT classes, which stands for—I know you've said it, but say it again—National Childbirth Trust. Yeah, what does that mean? So there are essentially a course of classes that you can take uh, whilst you're pregnant, an antenatal course, if you will, and that's it, antenatal course—that's what they call it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just shrugging my shoulders. I've got quite a
1: painful back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know how, because you were lest saying- <laughs> we forget, Rosie is nearing thirty-five.
1: As you were saying about like falling downstairs when you were drunk and young and not feeling a thing, I now like i the reason my back and neck is hurting and my wrists is because on Tuesday, I spent four hours screen printing now screen printing is just like pushing some paint through a screen with like a squeegee, and now I feel like I'm in the s a s so, you know, like what 10 to 15 years can do to your body is just mad because like the thought of like getting drunk and falling down some stairs is like, that'd be me done for a week. But you're like,
0: oh, yeah, I didn't feel a thing. Have I ever told you about the time that I accidentally fly kicked my mum down the stairs? <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> oh no. In Hakamu. In Hakamu as well. Yeah. Do you remember they used to have those polished concrete stairs? Oh, they were stupid,
1: weren't they? Yeah.
0: I And I've got quite long legs. <sighs> so I had slippy bottom shoes on. So I was walking down. They were flat. I was walking down the stairs, mum's in front of me. I've gone, landed flat on my back on the stairs, winded myself, kicked my mum in the back of the knees She's gone. Nearly knocked over the woman in front of her as well. <laughs> and then the bouncers came running over. I was like, I'm not even drunk. It's like a hackamu dominoes.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's, I,
0: oh, I was not exaggerating when I said I have fallen down every stair, every stair. in Leicester City Centre. Every stair,
1: every single stair. I don't think I've fallen down any stairs when I've been drunk. You're,
0: you're a lucky person. But that's because
1: I don't wear heels. I wear exclusively Vans. I wear Vans to every single occasion. I can make them. I, I, if I was invited to the Grammys, I'd be, be wearing, wearing Vans. Van. I'd be wearing Vans. I'd wear like the most beautiful like couture dress and Vans. They're, yeah. the, they're the best shoe. I'm a Doc Martín girly. Yeah, okay, Doc Martens, sure. I suppose they're quite grippy. You're not falling downstairs in Doc Martens, unless you're you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not falling downstairs in Doc Martens. You probably are. But I just think vans are like, oh, they just suit everything. I love them. They're so
0: comfortable. Love them so much. I really do. Anyway, NCT, what's that? (laughs) So uh, NCT classes are a course of classes that are available through a charity called the National Childbirth Trust Um, that you usually go to, you're arranged into classes based on your due date. Oh, yeah. So people, for example, with babies born between beginning of January and the end of March will be in a group, and so on and so forth. And you learn about what to expect when you're expecting. So Mm -hmm. you learn about what to expect during labour, what to expect uh, when you're breastfeeding, um, different techniques, different... Things to help to help support you through
1: pregnancy. She gets some pictures out of, like, the baby coming out of your vagina.
0: Yeah, she shows you different <laughs> levels of dilation. And she's got some, like,
1: knitted boobs to show you how to breastfeed. Do you remember yeah, them?
0: Yeah, I remember them.
1: Knitted boobies. Oh, they actually, she actually brings dolls in so that you can practice doing nappies. She which...
0: also brings in birthing balls, which oh, I'll come on to later. Yeah, we'll come on to birthing balls
1: later. So... Uh, the nct courses have been running for a very long time the reason i know this is because i brought this up with my family the other day and i said oh you know the next next episode is going to be about nct and my mum and dad both sat back in their chairs and went oh my mum went in fact i think my mum went oh rog do you remember nct and he was like oh bloody hell yeah and then my dad proceeded to tell me that um he, he he well i think he mainly embarrassed himself but i think what he was trying to do was embarrass the lady running it because she was trying to get everyone to meditate i think his words were something along the lines of like trying to get us to do all that hippie shit and he complained about the fact that they walked in and they were just bean, but they were just bloody beanbags on the floor we wanted to sit cross-legged and then she was telling us that she was going to teach us how to breathe and so i told her i already knew how to breathe thank you love something like that um and yeah so they they thought it was really funny that i was going to talk about nct because um their 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 experience of it was um quite fun i think quite fun. well basically it's like they it's kind of like your dummy's guide to having a baby isn't it yeah it is yeah
0: kind of it's like you idiots need to know something before this baby comes out we'll just go
1: through the absolute essentials yeah Because some of you might not know how to... Oh, I thought it was hilarious when she brought the dolls in and said, we're going to learn how to do nappies. And I was like, fuck off. I know how to do a nappy. What's
0: wrong with you? And then Dave put it the wrong way around. (laughs) I was like, clearly people don't know how to do nappies. Okay. Also, you can't learn how to change a nappy on a doll because dolls... Don't shit. Crucially, don't move. (laughs) Crucially,
1: Uh, dolls can't turn themselves into (laughs) octopuses when you're trying to
0: change them yeah yeah. which is what happens in real life so shall we chat a bit about our NCT experiences yeah you go first so I am as a solo parent I went to my NCT classes with my mum yeah which automatically put us in a interesting position Oh, I, I can't I think... wait for this I can't wait <laughs> so ah. I think there were eight couples at this class I could be wrong I don't remember um, all lovely couples mm. Mm. you know happy mum happy dad mm. lovely blossoming bumps yeah then you have me and my mum who I can only describe as five feet of disdain and rage the witches of Eastwick yeah <laughs> <laughs> So me and my mum roll into the NCT class and immediately establish ourselves as a comedy double act of the group. Well, you just spoke about fly kicking her down some stairs,
1: so I can imagine that to be true. <laughs> Your mum, right, let me tell you, Dee is an absolute, she's a a diamond. She looks so good in a leather trouser.
0: She does look great in a she leather trouser. She wears like a leather
1: trouser and a heel, like a boot boot heel and like a fur coat. She's so fucking sassy. I can imagine if I was in your NCT group and I didn't know
0: who you were already, (laughs) I'd be fucking terrified. But what made it even better is obviously I get put in the group with all the pregnant ladies. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You get segregated, don't you? Yeah, you get segregated. And mum gets put in the group with all the clueless dads. Oh, my God. All the clueless dads to be.
1: Oh, those poor men. Those poor men. I think
0: they were terrified of her because I would look over and oh all you could see was all of the husbands and partners just kind of staring at my mum yeah. with a look of terror and fear on their face. Like like Miss Trunchbull and Matilda. Yeah. They're looking at I her I think like mum that. just sat down and she was like, it's nothing like they tell you it's going to be. Yeah. I'm in charge now. I'm in charge now. Don't listen to, Don't listen to the NCT teacher. Yeah, yeah. Listen to me. Listen to I've me. had two children. I know how this works.
1: Amazing. Do you know what though? Like as I as I was thinking about, I remember that
0: was it the first class when they split you up. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Well, they make you tell them you're due date and yes. they put all the names I guess in a row to see who they in order guess who's gonna have their baby, baby first. first yeah I remember
1: that so from the get-go they're pissing you off against each other yeah as winners and losers
0: yeah I won by having my the baby, baby first. first I won yeah I lost because <laughs> I had
1: my baby after people my baby only a day after my no a few days after my due date but some of them had theirs like prematurely like not ah. massively premature, but before me so they thought that they would win because they look, I've had my baby before you. Fuck off. Um yeah, that that I remember that class because they split you up and they make you sit with big bits of paper like you're at school and do like brainstorming essentially, don't they? Yeah. And I remember, so in a minute I'll I'll explain my first um minutes <laughs> in, the, in my NCT class. My first moments. My first moments. Um but I remember looking at, we were all laughing, the girls, we were all laughing at the boys because they were just sat in silence, barely saying anything to each other. I remember going, look at them
0: being pricks. They? they can't even do small talk. So
1: they all need a D. They all need your mum there. To should be, be there. a D in
0: every NCT class, I there believe. There should.
1: There should because she was like, for the boys to be like, right, this is what's happening. Yeah, she's
0: told them some truths. Told them some truths from the get-go. Absolutely. And then they're like, I'm not sure I want to have a child anymore. <laughs> But I remember walking into my NCT class and obviously my pregnancy was unplanned and unknown about for quite some time. Yeah, And I remember walking into the class and thinking, I shouldn't be here with all these real mothers. Ah, Because obviously I didn't. And now I'm really, really close friends with quite a lot of people out of my NCT class. Mm. Um, And I know there's no reason now why I should have thought that. But at the time... I think because I was in a bit of a, a rough space mentally, I thought oh, all these people are going to be better at being mums than I am. Yeah, and yeah. all these all these people are real mums. I'm yeah. not a real mum though. I'm... I don't count.
1: Yeah, they're, all they're these... here to learn because they're like they're, they're learning about something they want to do. All
0: these and grown up people with their on purpose br- yeah, babies.
1: Adults <laughs> <laughs> grown up people with on purpose babies. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that's such a good way of putting it um yeah well you know you know
0: now that that's not true right and i ended up having my baby first so then see? i became the grown-up person so then everyone's looking up to you going wow now you've like, had the baby well, what happens why why isn't my baby sleeping i'm like well mine also didn't sleep so i think yeah. it's because it is a baby
1: it is a baby and you're like how the tables have turned you're
0: like, <laughs> ah,
1: i'm gonna tell you some truths now the reason your baby is not sleeping is because. It is a baby. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm an on-purpose mum. <laughs> I'm going to say that so often now. It's because I'm actually an on-purpose mum. I'm a so. grown-up person with an on-purpose
1: baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah, on-purpose baby, please. Um, So my NCT class, so some of you probably already know this, but Sinead's NCT group um, makes up our friendship group, doesn't it? It makes up our mum mum group yes and there's a few extras as well we've adopted um, Rosie you've adopted me because I essentially uh, left the band <laughs> I, I left my NCT group so no I didn't leave the, the class I went to all the classes but um I think I had an affinity with uh, you and our people yeah I mean uh, we are much cooler oh absolutely yeah. by far so one of the things that happened to me when we first went to our, it's well two things I'm going to tell you about one of which is that when we got there oh jesus christ so i'm i would class myself as quite a social being i'm very chatty i'll yeah. talk to anyone mate i walk into a room. Top the back legs off a donkey, I does will, Rosie Johnson. Absolutely. I just love to, I'm, I have no problem with it. I'm really good at small talk. I'll chat to strangers, no problem.
0: As you can probably tell by the fact that she is hosting a podcast. <laughs>
1: it's, it's funny. I just like, this podcasting thing comes really naturally to me, all this talking. And Dave is not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dave is a very quiet man. There, yes, he's
1: one of those people that you would describe as, he doesn't say much, but when he does to the
0: point he is economical
1: with his words Economical <laughs> with his words it's not even economical it's less than <laughs> economical um yeah he's not very good at small talk at all and he's like self confessed he will not mind me saying this at all because he knows he's not very good at it and he's quite happy to this is the difference is that i want to be good at in social situations yeah. because i, like, so I, I want to be it.
0: the best i want to be the best at... i want to be the best at being social sociable
1: sociable yeah and he is quite happy being like, I'm shit at it. I don't care what anyone thinks about me. Although,
0: shout out to Dave because I ran into Dave at a kid's party at the weekend and the first thing he said to me was that he liked our podcast.
1: It was very sweet. That would
0: have taken a lot for him.
1: And was that the same moment that um, Lola got into the car park?
0: No, that was (laughs) shortly shortly prior to Lola escaping the car park. So Dave took both of
1: my children to a party because I was working. And when I say working, I was like selling my shit at a maker's market which was wonderful um so he took the kids to the party and he was like he came back and I was like did you have a good time he's like yeah 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 it was great and he was like oh Lola was um yeah she was very active and I was like yes we know this about Lola and she he was like oh, yeah, I did lose her at one point what do you mean you lost her well I I, I was just talking to Sinead for like one minute and then I turned <laughs> my head and she'd gone and I looked on the bouncy castle and she wasn't in there and I was like uh-huh just get to the end bit Dave and uh, yeah she'd uh ran into the car park <laughs> <laughs> well done, Dave. You nearly lost our child. Thank you. Um, In yes. fairness, it wasn't a very busy car park. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no. It wasn't a busy car She was fine. Um, yeah, so when we got to our NCT class, um, it was
0: very awkward because no one knows each other. And you it always down. is. And they make you line up. To oh. have a picture where everyone is cradling their bump. It's all and everyone is standing there with their loving partner or husband. And you're there with D. And I'm there trousers. with my mum <laughs> <laughs> in leather trousers. Being very angry. Yeah, she we, was fuming actually, because for our first should. NCT class, she had literally got off the plane home from Mexico about <gasps> five hours before. Oh, so she was still in holiday mode. And driven home from Gatwick. Driven home from Gatwick,
1: and then she has to take you to a an on-purpose baby group. Yeah. <laughs> oh poor d bless her i know shout out to d but also i know because i'm now an adoptee of of your group yeah that every single person in that class bloody loved d and they just think she was the best Yeah. on that course especially because yeah. she was like they yeah they all said she was great yeah she is i she wish is i wish i nearly was on your nct group Oh, just missed out. But I just missed it because of my dates. So I was a little bit later and I really wish I'd been in your group. But anyway, uh, yeah. So when we got to, when we all we arrived there, we're all sat around in pure silence. And this is in like a village hall, isn't it? It's like a church hall. Yes. And you're sat in a circle and it's like
0: wooden floor. And it smells like church hall it Smells as like well. a church hall.
1: Like dead silence. Yeah. Deadly silence. Yeah. So silent. And then... A guy walked in, one of the dads, like they sat, also sat, freezing. So cold. And you're pregnant as well. So you're like, you should be warm. Yeah. (laughs) But you're freezing. Horrible. But yeah, this, the, one of the couple sat down next to us because it was like the only spare chairs left. And the the dad sat down next to Dave and he just went, and he seemed like he wanted to start a conversation. And he basically went, oh, hey, are you all right? And Dave, Dave literally just looked at him and went, yeah.
0: (laughs) And that was it.
1: I can literally
0: see Dave doing that. And
1: this guy, bless him, he was just like, "Mm," did that kind of nod like, okay, we're not talking then, fine. And he just sat in in silence. So awkward. I couldn't do it. So I would have been like in there chatting shit. Yeah. And I was like sat next to him going, can you chat shit please? Thinking to myself, why why are you making this so awkward for me? Why are you ruining my life? Um, Then the second thing that happened is that, so when they start, like one of the things they ask you is like, what sort of birth you want to have or where you, where you plan to have your birth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So your options are hospital, yeah. midwife centre
0: mm-hmm.
1: or home birth. Every single person in my NCT group put either um, hospital, I think it was mainly hospital and there was like a couple of midwife centre and then this mug here put home birth. And it really, cast. I really felt like, again, like you said about feeling like a non-mother and they were not supposed to be there. That was that moment for me where I felt like I was the odd one in the group. I was the, I was like the weird one. I was the hippie one because I'd said I wanted a home birth, and some of the, oh, I don't want to. Hmm. Some of the we don't want uh, to slag people off on slander. the podcast, but there are few, it felt a little bit like some of them the, the fathers to be in our group were like a bit like I don't even know what a home birth is. Yeah, I seem to remember one of them not knowing what a <laughs> uh, oh, I seem I was just remembering the word then. <laughs> I seem to remember one of them not knowing what a Moses basket was, and mm-hmm. so it was like for me to put home birth was like
0: what well, you can have what the baby the hell, in your house. What are you
1: talking about?
0: Yeah, I think in our group. There was definitely at least one, if not two, people that wanted to have home births. I wanted to have a hospital birth because at that point I was just we'll going go ahead, along yeah. with what was being suggested to Whatever, me. Whatever, mate. Yeah, I was like, point. as long as the, the baby comes out, like I don't care how.
1: Yeah. Why do you think so many people do NCT courses? Because it's really a lot of people. Do. I didn't know anything. I knew nothing of NCC, Didn't even know what it stood for until half an hour ago. But I did one because everyone does them. Yeah.
0: What? I don't know. Why? Why I it? did one because I Googled what to do when you are pregnant. <laughs> and and NCT... one of the things came up. Was The NCT website came up, so their SEO is on point. Wow. They are putting some money into their algorithms, aren't they? <laughs> That's amazing. So then I was like, oh, is there one for me? Uh, yeah, I'll book a Slot. Maybe Straight I should, in maybe I should find out what to do with this baby. Yeah, uh, and that's why I did it. Really, I had no idea. Like I had never heard of it before. But as soon as you have the baby and you're kind of socialising with other people that have children, it's mm. like, oh, so did you do NCT? Like everyone Everyone me, does I don't NCT.
1: Everyone does it. I think I honestly think that I did it because I, um, I think I did it because everyone does it, and I felt like I would be judged if I didn't do it. Like, if I didn't do it, then people would be like, Do you not
0: love your baby? See, I was so far out of the loop that that didn't even occur to me because you yeah. I, you've got to remember, I didn't know anyone that had kids. No.
1: So, yeah. So, NCT wasn't like a thing that you'd be judged on because you yeah. didn't even know what it meant.
0: Yeah. But, but yeah. if I hadn't have done it, we wouldn't be here now. We wouldn't be here now.
1: Isn't that mad? It's crazy. Wow.
0: I can't. The thing is, right? I felt like.
1: I felt like doing NCT. I read so many books. And when we get onto the Labour episode, you'll you'll see um how that came crashing down around me quite drastically yes. because I planned for a really nice birth. And so for me, because I'd educated myself so very much in the act of birth giving, yeah, I didn't think I needed to do an NCT. So the reason that I had two reasons for doing it. One was to not feel judged by other mums Mm -hmm. what you didn't do an nct course so how do you know what to do with the baby yeah what's wrong with you and the second reason was because dave didn't read the books so it felt like something he needed to do so he could listen to it yeah so all the information that i already had within my bones he would also receive some of that information because he was doing the course so i felt like i was doing it for him and i think to a point that that was quite useful because it meant that when I was spouting shit to him about like inductions and episiotomies and consent and nappies and muslins and stuff like that, he bottle feeding, had, breastfeeding. Had a
0: baseline of knowledge of yeah. you were talking he about. Wasn't just
1: completely glazed over like I usually am when he's talking to me about the inner workings of a car. So
0: <laughs> that's
1: that, I think that's kind of why I did it. And so I think it kind of... I would say if I was if I you know if I was being asked to give an opinion on it I'd say that NCT groups are useful if you are in like a if you are in a relationship with someone that you're having the child with and that person is not the pregnant one or perhaps not as invested in like l- just learning in general because I'm the sort of person where I want to soak up all the knowledge yeah. some people can just kind of wing it yeah and so I think it's really good for those people so that they've just got some. It gives it gives them some of the power a little bit because you can actually have a conversation with them about it.
0: Yeah, and they can have an opinion. So continuing on from that, do you think it was worthwhile? And what did you take away from your experience with NCT? Oh, I don't know, man. I think because because like you said with Dave, it I think maybe. It's worthwhile in that it's given him that baseline of knowledge yes. to be able to kind of keep up with you a bit. But for you personally, it doesn't sound like you. I didn't need any of the information. I knew yeah. it all, and
1: I, I already, f- I felt like I could know it all. And in fact, in some instances, when she was talking about certain stuff, I was like, "Oh, actually, that, mm, that, that, that's actually a little bit of an out- outdated bit of knowledge." I think you'll find that the most recent study will say that it's thirty percent and not twenty eight percent. I was that guy. I never said it, but you know, like I felt like I knew more than. Not more than she did, but I was like, I'd read all the books. So I knew yeah. what was happening. And so, yeah, I think it was worth it for Dave. I should have asked him his actual opinion on it before we did this, but I didn't. <laughs> because I clearly don't care about his opinion. No, I do. I definitely do. But I think I think it was useful for him. And NCT is definitely worthwhile if we look at it from like the perspective of what we have now. Yeah. If I hadn't been adopted by your NCT group, then I would be lost. Yeah. But like my, I don't know, I just, I think I had such a hard time with Ramona, like newborn wise, which we'll go on to at some point in the future. Yeah. It was really, really hard and I had a lot of issues. And I think not that I'm blaming those specific people, but the MCC group that I was with, it was like, it was too much for me. Yeah. It was too much for me mentally and I had to, I had to take myself away from it. Yeah, And then when I was better mentally, I was able to join yours and hang out with you guys. And now, like, you're my best mates. So it's definitely worth it. But also, I would just not put any pressure on yourself to be friends with these people. The yeah. only thing you have in common is that one of you is growing a baby on your tummy.
0: And it's at roughly the same. Time.
1: And, it, and rough, Yeah, that's the only thing you have in common.
0: Yeah. So it doesn't mean you're going to be best mates. I mean, I think I was incredibly lucky with my NCT group. So out of the eight couples, five of us are still really good friends. And then you adopted me and Emily. And then we adopted Rosie and Emily. I don't know where we got Emily from.
1: We got Emily from... Beth got Emily. Beth's really good at collecting us.
0: <laughs> Beth collected. <laughs> She's like the ultimate Pokemon Go
1: yeah. gamer. She collected me before... Well, she collected me when we were pregnant. And then she collected Emily from a baby group. So I think she's, she just put on like a for, like a Facebook forum or something about going to a, I think it was a baby comedy group, and Emily messaged back to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to that, and so they met up. And then the next time they met, I was there, and then it was like a snowball effect.
0: And then you joined so she the group. Was,
1: she was initiated into the group.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, I'm I am so grateful for Beth <laughs> and the rest of you, obviously, but like for Beth for opening her arms and letting me into the group because if I... So it's not my NCC group's fault that I had to leave them yeah. because I was mentally unstable. But if you guys hadn't allowed
0: me into your group, then I I would not be the mum that I am now.
1: 100%. Yeah.
0: I think the friendships that came, because it's not even that I'm just friends with the mums. Like mm. I also have good friendships with some of the dads as well. Yeah, absolutely. They're just all really wonderful people. Because when you when you're all in the trenches, as it were, at the same time, <laughs> literally the trenches. It's it's like how diamonds can be formed under extreme pressure. Yeah. So these friendships are very different to any other friendships I've ever had before. Yeah. And I think what, but I I think we have to point out
1: that because we have to be really careful. And I'm saying this because I I kind of know this. So this kind of feel like my experience was is that our group is quite unique in the sense that we are all very different mums but we are completely non-judgmental. Yeah. And let me tell you, as much as you don't want to think it's true and as much as you might, you know, think it's all lovely and everyone, all women are lovely to each other when they have babies. They're not. They're fucking not and baby groups are so rife with judgment. judgment. It's a really scary place to be if you don't know your way around Especially if you're
0: insecure in your own mothering which I definitely have been uh, at several different points between having, like since having Darcy.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think, yeah, like I said, I'm extremely lucky that I met the women that I did at my NCT group because it Mm. is not a typical experience. No, it's not. To
1: be able in, in motherhood in general to be worried about anything and to know that I can message you lot And know that I will not be judged in the slightest.
0: Literally. We can drop into our group chat, my kid is being such a dick today, what do I do? And everyone's like, I'm really sorry, your kid's being a dick. Yeah. I'll I'll never
1: forget when um, I'd been to the park, I think it was the park near your house. Oh yeah, Ramona Ramona screamed the
0: whole way home. Two hours.
1: Two hours she screamed. I tried to sit her on a swing and I nearly lost it. Like I was on the verge of walking away, (laughs) literally leaving home, just never coming back. And... I was so embarrassed. I got into the car and I bawled my little eyes out, oh. and it stopped Ramona crying because it shocked her so much because I <laughs> cried so hard. And this is this is what I mean about this group of friends that we have, which is not it, it is quite unique, I think. And I got home and there was already a message from Laura to say, "Mate." exactly the same thing happened to me last week with Freddie and i felt like absolute shit
0: and i think i also said that something yeah. similar had happened because do you remember i was like i saw a dad playing happily with his kid yes and i felt so bad for yeah. being so miserable about being in the yeah. park with darcy yeah
1: yeah you were like oh god why am i so upset with my kid look at this lovely man but that's probably because he doesn't do any other work yeah
0: around he'd, the he'd... house
1: <laughs> but you know like to be able to, to to go from feeling so I honestly thought I felt judged not because I was being judged but because in that moment I was so stressed and upset and filled yeah. with anxiety that I was so, like they must think I'm the worst mum and to dr- drive home and there already be a message on my phone to say this has just happened to me too yeah I know how you feel
0: yeah it's so important absolutely and be- I've never felt as seen and an, and mm. as heard and yeah. listened to as I do within our group yeah it's, you know it's I've never thing. I've never felt even that you know when some people are judging you but they don't say anything yeah. it's all like in a bit of a, mm. a raised eyebrow or a yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: bit of a sigh or whatever yeah. I've never felt anything like that from no. any of you but you do elsewhere <laughs> but I do elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do in other places.
1: It's so hard, isn't it? Can we talk about the um, balls? Yes, let's talk about the balls. Let's talk about the balls. So we've kind of gone off kilter a bit because we've gone from sort of NCT group into kind of like mother friendships, which kind of is on point, isn't it? You know, that's yeah. where this experience starts it's just that we we're lucky enough to have continued yeah and we will forever more i hope so um i do not in fact actually my auntie her best friend is a woman she met at her nct group how cute is that That's so and sweet. that was like over 30 years ago so. i really hope
0: that we stay friends forever well we will have to because we'll have
1: our um, mansion in mexico yeah which we'll co-own <laughs> through the proceeds of this podcast right
0: oh absolutely yeah. yes
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> The only thing we'll argue about is where to put the money. (laughs) We'll be like Pablo Escobar. Put it in the sofa. There's too much of it. We'll spend
0: more money on rubber bands to hold our stacks of money together. (laughs) No, Rosie, we're not going to become drug dealers. We're just (laughs) running a podcast. This is, yeah. I don't
1: know why my brain ultimately considered that we'd go from podcast to cartel. (laughs) Burning money to keep us warm. Yeah, so one of the sessions in NCT... That you do. So is it, is it six weeks?
0: I don't remember. Like
1: It's like six weeks or something along those lines and you go in every week and it's different. So the first one is like introduction and then it goes from, I'm just having to move a pen away from Sinead lest she stabs herself in the eye with it. Yeah, so it's like there's
0: different, every single week is like a different thing, isn't a it? A different so, be, so you have a breastfeeding lesson, you yeah. have like a nappy changing and looking after a baby lesson. But they're using dolls. <laughs> you have... Um, I don't even know what the aim of the lesson where she brought the balls in was meant to be about. Okay. So I think, I think the reason is, is that they're trying to give. So they do a thing about
1: labor. So there's a whole session about labor. And then I think it must be the week after that that they bring the balls in. We keep saying balls like we mean bollocks. We don't, we mean gym balls. Yeah. But the reason for that is because they do like a kind of mock hypno birthing session. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I remember now. So. First of all, I think the reason that they do that is because they put the fear of god into you in labor because they're going we're going to discuss labor because you are going to have this baby and we're going to discuss the ways in which you might do that and every single one of those is bloody traumatic doesn't matter Wabaric. how barbaric do doesn't Horrible. matter how you do it it's an insult on the senses so they go through that and then the week after that they want to like kind of calm you down by going it's okay though because, because you, you can, can breathe, <laughs> yeah. You can breathe slowly, and then it'll all be fine. So essentially, what they do is they bring in a load of gym balls. This is still in the church hall. Yes. Yeah, still still in the freezing cold. Hall. Yeah. Still smells like a church hall. Yeah. Still a bit awkward with people. You kind of know their names. Yeah. And then they turn the lights out and make you sit on a gym ball while your partner rubs your back.
0: Yeah. So I've got fully whale this. music. So really, to to solidify our reputation as the class. Comedy double act. Yes. Um. The balls come out. The balls come out. I go to sit on the ball, immediately fall off. Of course you do. Because it's me. What's a what, you know? What's a ball? It's like a round step. <laughs> and then, so you're supposed to sit on your ball, and your birth partner is supposed to rub your back. My mum has quite severe arthritis <laughs> in her hands. <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> so she. C- so you've fallen off your ball. Her hands have locked. <laughs> so she couldn't rub my back with her hands. So she proceeded to take off her shoes and rub my back with her feet. Shut up! <laughs> no, she did not <couldn't. laughs> Yeah! <laughs> That's amazing. And all of the other people in the class (laughs) are trying to concentrate on what they're doing. (laughs) Like, Like, your mum's pummeling your back (laughs) with her feet. Yeah. And everyone's kind of sneaking little glances. (laughs) And I am inconsolable with laughter at this point. That's amazing. It was so funny. That's
1: fantastic. I wish that had happened in our class. Our class was the most, it was the most awkward thing I've ever done in my life. Because she's doing the thing about
0: the breathing. And she's like, oh, just take a breath in. And I, just, I can't, can't because I am so amused by, <laughs> yeah, I'm not by the situation that has just arisen. Heels in your back. Blimey. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, it was. It, I, I, I wanted to bring it up. I didn't know that story, so I'm so glad I brought that up because that's the best thing I've ever heard. But the reason I wanted to bring it up is because, like, they don't really tell you that that's what's going to happen. They spring it up on you. You go there and there's gimbals, and you think, oh, what are we going to do? And then she turns the light out and she's like, lock the doors. <laughs> lock the doors. Put the whale music on. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, softly speaks to you and basically tries to kid you into thinking that if you do this on the day... It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt at all because you can breathe through it. You fucking can't. No, you cannot. <laughs> well, actually, that's not true. You can, but maybe only on your second birth. Because <laughs> the, first, the first time around is horrendous. But yeah, they they kind of try to... Hypnobirthing is a thing and I know people do it. And it but I but... think you
0: need to actually go to a hypnobirthing specialist instead of a woman in a church hall. <laughs> telling you to breathe along to the whale muses, <laughs> turn the lights out. Yeah. yeah, and especially when you're feeling really awkward and also... Yeah, like you a... need to be in your own, like, space of yeah. zen to really get into it. Because I did a bit of research on hypnobirthing and yeah. I never personally got on, got no, on with it because um, I'm a catastrophizer by nature. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I struggle with hypnobirthing because if someone tells me to breathe, I can't breathe. Yeah like oh just breathe in really slowly oh but i forgot like, how, how do you do this uh you go in out in and then out and then out again no i've done it wrong how do i do it and then by that point i've gone red in the face and collapsed <laughs> yeah yeah that's why hypnobirthing didn't work for me but i just wanted to let people know if they were considering an nct course then that will happen and good luck to you yeah and if you do continue with your <laughs> journey then embrace
0: embrace the awkwardness do yeah. something wacky
1: Yeah, do something, get your feet out, pummel your wife's back, (laughs) something along those lines.
0: Just make a funny noise to make the rest of the class laugh, something to alleviate the awkwardness, please. Oh, it's
1: so, it is so awkward and not to mention the fact that like even you're six weeks in and you think that you're like going to know each other and it's still just as, you're still not really fully talking to each other, it's still, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've kind of covered the kind of staying in touch thing because we you know, like, but what I wanted to go on to a little bit, and this will be covered in future episodes for sure, but we'll just touch upon it a little bit because I've mentioned about, like, not feeling like you have to get on with these people because yeah. you definitely don't. And that's that's the kind of WhatsApp group
0: Oh, yeah, because you're, you're set up into a mandatory WhatsApp mandatory group wa- upon enrollment to there the is class. nothing...
1: Right now, I'm quite. I think I'm quite good at replying to people. Right, yeah. But there is nothing that makes me ghost anything more than a mandatory WhatsApp group. Yeah, I yeah. am like, honestly, I'm like, what's his name, Jacob Marley? <laughs> I, I, I just disappear into the wall because if it's mandatory and it's like we're going to talk about things because we have to, I, I don't want to do I'm it. I'm not. I'm not
0: in. Yeah, I hated it. I remember in our NCT group. Um, there there were two couples that we didn't really keep in touch with afterwards and did you did you start a new whatsapp group it's our group chat oh yeah of course <laughs> i'm in it yeah of course so uh in the original nct group um one of the couples had just had their baby mm. and they posted a picture of their baby in a, like a snowsuit uh-huh sat in his car seat uh-huh and one of the couples, one of the husbands from the couple that we don't speak to it anymore, was like, you actually can't do that because it's too dangerous. <gasps> oh, and then sent no. like a link to a YouTube video. Fuck off. That was really? explaining why you shouldn't put a baby in a car seat in a snow, in like a snowsuit. Which, fair enough, if it is dangerous, but you don't have to take have that to tone like with that. people. Like, that's fucking weird. Like, you could have just message them separately you can message them separately i'm so sorry in if case you didn't know yeah blah blah yeah. blah but he actually be like actually you shouldn't do that what an asshole so and like, what happened then what happened all right dad police did they
1: leave did the other group leave
0: oh uh, no people just stopped sending because we moved on you, to- you stopped using that group
1: yeah oh i would have done that i would have been like no thank you what a horrible thing to say i
0: was like these people have just had, had baby. their
1: baby. They might have just put it in the car seat to take a fucking picture. Exactly. They might already know that. They probably yeah. already know that. I think they that. did
0: already, already know that. Yeah. And then immediately, several of us were like messaging behind everyone's backs, like, did you see what he did? Asshole. <laughs> what a dickhead. That's an asshole. Honestly. Yeah. Well, this is the
1: sort of thing you're going to have to contend with if you join the mandatory WhatsApp group. Yeah. And of course, you don't want to be
0: that guy that's. And left then everyone the has group. to do their. Uh, announcement of their baby being born in the NCT group. I oh, say hello to Darcy Rose sullivan born at eight thirty eight and weighing eight pound five ounces.
1: Um, yeah, I, this has just reminded me. Did you have the follow up meetup? Yes, we did. It was in my back garden. Of course it was. I was going to say, whose back garden was it? Of Of course course it was hosted. -hosted. Of course she did. So she could
0: check up on all the men. Yeah. Make sure they were doing as they were told. And I'm pretty sure our NCT teacher, like, fainted really dramatically at the party or something. Really? I I don't think I actually witnessed it happening, but I heard reports that it did happen. She fainted? Yeah. Wow, Dee was such a good host. <laughs> um, yeah, we it just reminded
1: me. I was thinking then, like, oh, I didn't spend much time with them. Like after the first few weeks, I was like, I'm out of here. Which I will go into in the newborn episode. But yeah, we had like a, a house party, like a garden party. It was extremely hot. Yeah, that
0: was a hot summer though, after we had our baby. It was a very hot summer. Our poor little Babas. Cause my baby was born um, during the Beast from the East, which is like the worst <laughs> snowstorm that's happened in England in my entire life. Yeah, in, in the history of time. And it snowed from basically mid-December to like the end of March. But do you know what? Do you know why we forgot about the Beast from the East? Why? It's because we had the plague after that, do not we?
1: Yeah. And it's filtered out all those things that happened before.
0: Yeah. So it went really cold. So Darcy was born in January. And it was freezing, yeah. and I remember this because it's St. Patrick's Day today, the day we're recording, and we took Darcy out to watch the rug, six, six Nations rugby final. Yeah, and it was minus seven degrees. Oh, And hell. she was furious all I'm day. I'm not surprised. And it didn't warm up until after the last baby in our NCT cohort, which is either Theo or Freddie. I can't remember which one came last, but anyway. Uh, when he was born or she was born whoever was last when they were born it then went to like 35 degrees went to like 35 degrees and stayed that way till September yeah 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 Yeah. oh god I remember and the World Cup was on and it was great vibes because we were all on maternity leave yeah we are all meeting up with our babies in their cute little summer outfits
1: yeah I remember going to my uh, sister-in-law's like family home to watch the football and um, I'd made a vest for Ramona that had like a it's coming home thing on it and I had to keep going into like their little side room to go and breastfeed her and I was absolutely furious about it I was so angry and there was quite a lot of young lads there as well because it was like a football match and there were loads of people there and I felt so awkward because I was like oh sorry boys I'm just going to go and get my tits out <laughs> it's yeah that was not I, it was nice watching the match but yeah it was a bit of an awkward time for me Um, what else do we need to say oh I tell you what I'm going to do I'm going to quote someone Okay, we've got a quote Sinead I think we've we've got got our first quote and this is from the lovely Bex who is part of our NCT cohort I love Bex we love Bex so much and even I'm gonna say it on the pod so that she knows she has to do it
0: yeah Bex is
1: making us a theme tune she's making our theme tune mate she's doing our soundtrack and it's gonna be amazing because she's an incredible artiste um so yeah this is words from Bex
0: Words from back, okay. This is what she says
1: about the NCT. Um, she said, take some stuff with a pinch of salt because I seem to remember we focused a lot on breathing. <laughs> Which is so true. Uh, breathing in labour and how to breastfeed, but some insight around how much washing would ac- would accumulate, the loneliness felt in the middle of the night and the rage I would feel towards my husband would have been arguably more useful. <laughs> Which is so true, isn't it? Very true. They do, they kind of go, it's all the kind of like standard procedure stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to make a point about this. When she said about the loneliness you feel in the middle of the night, we are going to talk about health visitors. Unfortunately, we will have to speak about them. Uh, but only last year, 2022, mm-hmm. um, were health visitors given new information about uh, that they would pass on to expecting parents on um, the realities of the lack of sleep you have with a newborn. So it's only been a year that expecting parents are being told practically how much sleep they're going to get yeah which is absolute madness it's ridiculous so yeah that's a really the, the loneliness felt in the middle of the night should be a whole episode in itself because it is just
0: it is all consuming the bleakest bleakest darkest yeah feeling you yeah. can possibly feel i think it's like the pits of pits of despair it's like being in the middle of the ocean Mm. And all you can see for miles around you is nothing and no one. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't know when you're going to see it. I used to feel like sometimes I was in space. Yeah. I felt like if I screamed, nobody would hear me, Mm -hmm. which wasn't true because I lived in a house full of people. Yeah. But I would feel, yeah. I remember one day I did scream and my mum came running into the room and she was like, What are you screaming about? And I said, Well, I didn't think anyone would hear me.
1: Oh, mate, that's so sad. Uh, I I had a moment, so we used to put the, our laptop at the end of our bed so that the person who was up holding remote. so basically, spoiler alert, Ramona didn't sleep for three months uh, because she couldn't get milk from my boob properly. And it was just a whole host of awful, which I'll go into in more detail, but she just didn't sleep. And if she did sleep, it had to be on me, which meant I essentially we ended up co-sleeping um, But yeah, I remember one night. So we'd put the laptop on, and we'd put like programs on in the background to try and keep us awake. And we'd put like very light entertainment on, like Gogglebox, for example. And one night, I was like in the depths of just—I was in the middle of the ocean—and I had Gogglebox on in the background. And have you ever seen Marcella? It's like a drama about she's like a detective or something. I've not seen it. And the reason I've not seen it is because I'm not kidding. I I believe that she began a psychotic episode for me. (laughs) Because Gogglebox was on, which is all fun and games. It's all lovely. It's just like funny families talking about TV shows, right? And one of the things that they were reviewing was Marcella, which I'd never seen before. And in the depths of the ocean, when I've got my baby that I'm feeding in the middle of the night and I feel like I'm going to die, they showed this clip from Marcella and it's totally out of context for me because I've never seen it before and yeah. all I all I know is what I'm watching on google box and the scene they decided to show was a bit where she decided to like cut her own lip open she literally like gets a knife she's looking in the mirror and she like cuts her mouth open i have no idea why she does it i've not seen the program for obvious reasons <laughs> and i watched it and i was like i was i was so haunted because I was in that you know what you've just described being in the ocean and feeling like no one will hear you scream and then I've just watched a woman cut her own face open on the telly and I was like so tired terrified couldn't sleep it was just awful mm. and I was it's it was a it was like a spiral
0: I had a state. it's it's horrible I had several nights do you have you ever had one of those nights where you're crying and you don't realize you're crying because you're you're not making a noise. It's just yeah. tears are falling out of your eyes. Oh, just, yeah. The silent ones are the worst, aren't they? And when you can't breathe as well. Yeah, but it's like you're oh. not physically making a noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I remember pleading with her. Yeah. Why don't you just go to sleep? Can sleep? Please, can you go to sleep? Yeah. What's the matter with you? What can I do to help you? And obviously when they're two days old, they... Nothing. Can't answer. answer. <laughs> no, But I think this is... This is... I think that sleep needs its whole own episode, to be honest. Yeah,
1: we could do we could definitely
0: do with talking about that because it's pretty dark, isn't it? Um, do you think there are any problems with NCT? Because I do.
1: Yeah, I think one of the problems is that, like, as far as I'm aware, only relatively kind of not
0: rich, but, like, well-off people do it. Is this true? I think there's definitely a stereotype of it being, like, a... Wealthy, or like middle class white people, thing yeah. to do. We
1: could bet it was a lot of money for us. And we're not, we're kind of on the cusp working class, middle class. I'd say yeah. we're, we're like, we're from a working class background. But now, like Dave's got a decent job. So yeah. I still consider myself working class, but we're doing all right. We're definitely privileged.
0: Yeah. And it was a lot of money for us. It felt like a lot. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know how much it was full price when we did ours, but I remember because I was a single parent and on a low income they heavily subsidised it for me so i mm. think i ended up paying around 30 pounds that's mad i think we paid like nearly 200 quid for it but know? they don't um i don't think that they advertise that subsidy enough no
1: well obviously not because i didn't know that you could get it subsidised if you were you know on a in low, I- low income so they're obviously not promoting that because you're not getting low income families coming to it as as much
0: yeah i mean unless If we're wrong, and in your experience it's different, please do let us know. But in our experience, it was all, you know, relatively privileged people, people in a decent enough position.
1: Yeah, and also the I think the reason we think it's that way is because we were also privileged enough to be able to afford to go to baby groups when we had babies. Yeah, which are you know baby groups. It's another thing where it's like it's an expected thing of you now to go to your baby groups, but they're like five or six quid each. Some people do not have. Some people are having to use that money to buy milk. Yeah. so you know it's a privileged thing to be able to do we're very privileged to be able to attend baby groups and the sorts of people that go to baby groups are the sorts of people that did nct and
0: the sort of people
1: that buy their kid a sophie the drug exactly that and have got an egg push chair um yeah so so, Venn
0: diagram is a circle (laughs) yeah
1: so it's like
0: yeah what's your what your tell me what your problems are with it i think it's set up inherently to be quite a heteronormative thing okay yeah yeah yeah. so i don't know of any people that have had a queer couple in their nct class Mm -hmm. i'm sure that they're They're out there there and they do exist yeah but in everything i hear about nct yeah in a lot of the like advertising and marketing it's always mum, dad and baby yeah i obviously didn't fit into that mold either and that caused me a lot of anxiety at the beginning because i thought like all these people were going to be judging me well
1: also like the lest we go back to the hypnobirthing session but like that is designed that's kind of designed the way that they word it is designed as like this is going to be a really central moment for your partner where the man gets to rub the woman's back and make her feel special and it's like what if it's your mum rubbing your back with (laughs) her feet (laughs) yeah exactly so it's kind of yeah it is yeah yeah t- I, th- I agree with you although like we say we don't know for sure but like it does feel like that doesn't it? Yeah I, definitely I don't get those
0: vibes. feel like they are particularly inclusive by design. Mm. I think it's if they get a couple that's outside of the norm that they will cater to them. Absolutely. But they're not designed with yeah. different family dynamics in mind
1: it kind of feels a little bit there's quite a few of uh, quite a few things that feel like that and it's like like with things to do with hospitals and medical stuff it's all all of it it's like it's just a little bit outdated yeah and it all needs updating a little bit yeah but probably for a lot of reasons it's because they don't have the money to But it makes it really difficult because, you know, like we said before, we're very privileged and we still have got a lot of things to say about it. So Mm -hmm. how it must feel for people who aren't privileged. Yeah, quite hard. And I also like with the with the income thing, I know for a fact that if I was in a low income situation or I was classed as like in poverty, for example, and I was able to go on an NCT course, I would inherently feel judged by the people that weren't do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if they weren't judging you, it would be set up in such a way that be like it'd be very obvious. Um but I think on the whole we're in agreement that it is worth doing if you wish to. Definitely. Yeah. Do yeah you think
0: that? Yeah, I think as long as I think for me the main pro is the friendships that came out of it. But that, you might not get them. But you might not get them. And that's the disclaimer, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. But yeah. I think it is it's valuable to yes. know other pregnant people yeah at the time that you are pregnant so if yeah. you're not lucky enough to be pregnant at the same time as roughly the same time as like your friends or yeah. your cousins or uh, to have people around you that are having that same experience yeah. at the same time i think it's invaluable to have even if you don't end up becoming real friends with them it's the best way of doing it isn't it yeah easiest way of it's doing the it. easiest way of doing it yeah yeah and you do learn, like you do learn all the standard stuff if you don't know anything which I didn't it, I didn't, didn't know, know anything and I was lucky enough to have my mom who was definitely deader. wanted everyone to know about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i i think i mean it's kind of shitty advice to be like if you want to do it do it but if but you don't don't if you do, do it, it don't do it but do it uh, <laughs> if you want to but you don't have to
1: <laughs> but that's that is what we're saying isn't
0: it yeah but i think it would be if there was an alternative Mm. That maybe focused a bit more on the actual realities of what it is like to be a new parent. Yeah, I would choose that over NCT.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I knew, I don't think I learned anything in NCT that I couldn't that have read in a book. I couldn't have read in a book, or also anything different to what I read in a book, because essentially it's all the same thing: the books and the NCT are all telling you all the standard stuff. None of them, none of them tell you how horrific those first few weeks are going to be or how horrific your birth could be. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's all
0: bollocks, is it? <laughs> Essentially. Pretty much, yeah. And talking of bollocks, shall we move on to our new segment? We're going to do Hot Chicks Talk Politics. Whip, whip. And this week, Rosie, what will we be discussing? Oh, God.
1: Are we discussing the new childcare financial what is it what do they fucking call it budget
0: budget the new
1: childcare budget which the government have just released and they think that it's very exciting for everyone what a wonderful opportunity for all these people but
0: the babies that will benefit from this from their proposed changes to the budget haven't even been born yet have they been conceived yet i don't they've barely been conceived yeah yeah go on tell us a bit more about it then um so so um our government announced the budget the other day yes and these are their proposals uh, in England only. Okay. For their adjustments to the childcare budget. Uh huh. So by April 2024, all working parents of two-year-olds can access 15 hours per week uh-huh. um, of free childcare. It's currently three age three, isn't it? Yes, currently yep. age three. Yeah. From September 2024, all working parents of children aged nine months up to three years can access. 15 hours per week Mm -hmm. of free childcare. Yeah. And from September 2025, all working parents of children aged nine months up to three years old can access 30 hours free childcare per week. Now then. Also, they want to change the staff-to-child ratios for Mm two-year-olds, moving from one adult to four children to one adult to five children. And this provision is for thirty-eight weeks per year, so you, it's not for every single week. It's only term, it's term time. time only. What are your thoughts,
1: Rosie? I just really dislike our current government and our an elected prime minister. That's what I think. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give you a quote now. This is what I. <laughs> I yeah. I, I mean, we're doing hot chicks talk politics. I get most of my politics from Joe Politic and. Uh, Danny fucking Price on Instagram (laughs) so I know that I don't you know I don't watch the news and I don't read newspapers I mean the newspapers isn't news is it let's face it they haven't been the news for a long time unless they're uh, complaining about Meghan Markle so I just want to read this quote out that I saw on Instagram which I think is quite poignant and this is from Jess Kempner who's a teacher. She says, I'm not being funny, but if teachers are already working 60 hours a week for unfair pay and there's currently a 20% fall in people coming into the sector, where the fuck is all this additional childcare going to come from? Exactly. Thank you, Jess Kempner. What a quote. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I have a problem. The system's broken anyway, right? Yeah. I have a problem with this whole we offer free childcare. It's
0: fundamentally unfit for purpose.
1: Unfit for purpose. But not only that, the 15 hours free or the 30 hours free that you get, it's not free because they give that's a So that 15 hours that they give you, they give you a portion of money, right? They say, this is how much we're going to give you of free childcare. But your nursery or preschool can charge whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, And it's not in keeping with the amount the government give you. So they're not giving you free money at all. They're giving you like a
0: portion. Yeah, because they, you can send your child for the free hours, but then the funding that the government gives to your childcare provider doesn't cover their actual costs for no. providing that care. So, so then still they have can, to pay for it. They can turn around and say, well, we need you to pay for food. We need yeah. you to pay for... Sometimes they can't facilitate the... Turn time hours so they're like well you have to pay for them to start an hour early or finish an hour late or whatever it is Mm. so it's not free and also we have the third highest childcare costs in the world what actually no
1: i'm not even surprised i'm not surprised it is absolutely insane how much just behind
0: switzerland and new zealand
1: good lord and new zealand by the way they are like significantly earning more money than us yeah for the same thing yeah right so that that's probably that probably works out so we are Significantly undernourished Absolutely. in terms of like childcare possibilities, it is an absolute travesty. The other thing, as well, that is very annoying is they make it quite difficult for you to uh access childcare in the sense that so I'm self-employed, mm-hmm. so I run my own business, I don't earn enough money to warranty free childcare. So they're saying you don't earn enough money, so you should be looking after your child. How am I supposed to earn more money? If I'm looking after my child. Exactly.
0: It's a circle of hell. At the minute, I believe that you, in order to qualify for the free childcare Hmm. places, you must earn 16 hours worth of minimum wage. Yes. per week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
1: both of you, if you're in a couple as well, it's both of you have to be doing that.
0: Yeah. And I just think that with the changes they've provided, it's not about, providing children with an early years education which i think is really important and in scandinavian countries um that is the focus of their early years it, it is yeah. about the children's education whereas in this country the focus is very much more on how to squeeze the most work out of mums yes exactly. and they want to do it from when a baby is 9 months old mm. it can take up to a year or in fact it does take up to a year to mentally and physically recuperate from the birth of a baby. Absolutely. Yeah, really does. It really does. It's just a joke. It's a it's a ruddy joke. So while the changes that they're pro- proposing will be helpful in some ways because for example, under the universal credit system, um, which I used when my child was in nursery, I had to pay her nursery fees up front every month, mm-hmm. which was the lion's share of a thousand pounds every month. And it's more than that now. It's more than that now, yeah. and I had to pay that out of pocket, and then they would reimburse me for it. Yeah, the system is shocking. Yeah, and I would say one month in three, I would have to ring them up
1: to Where's say you've not you've
0: not reimbursed me for my childcare. Yeah, and even though I had submitted the proof that I'd paid for the childcare. Mm. And then it would be like another three or four days before I had that money back in my bank account. Ugh. And a lot of people will be like, well, it's benefits. It's the government is giving you this money, so you shouldn't complain. It's like, no. Nah. No, 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 it's not. That doesn't work like that at all. It doesn't work like that at it all. Like that at no. all. No. And the changes that they're proposing, they've changed the system now, or they are changing it so that you will get your childcare money Upfront, you don't have to pay for it out of pocket first. Okay, Which was the system prior to, you know, when it was child tax credits. That was Ah. the way that it worked.
1: So they changed it to universal credit,
0: which is a shit system. Yeah. Everyone can agree on. And it didn't work. So these changes... They're changing it
1: back. So all (laughs) the money that they spent on changing
0: it to universal credit, which, by the way, everybody hates. Yeah. They're having to change it back. It's ridiculous. It's the changes that they're putting forward are too little too late you yeah. cannot fix a penetrating chest wound with a poor patrol plaster
1: i think we need to put that like on a that needs to be like on a billboard doesn't it absolutely poor patrol plasters are oh, shit aren't oh, no. they they're terrible they're not even covering a paper cut absolutely not and the child care system is a what did you call it a punctured wound Penetrating chest Pe- wound. Penetrating chest wound. And it's the same as every single system that the government are
0: sucking money out of and pretending that they're making better. Mm-hmm. I have another quote. Go on then. Uh, it's from S- uh, Sarah Hockwell Smith on Instagram. Mm says, make no mistake, this is not a policy to help families or children or childcare workers. It is a policy to get mothers back into the workplace and increase productivity. It is an economic decision to boost public coffers. Mm -hmm. The childcare industry is grossly underfunded in the UK with workers among some of the lowest paid compared to their skill levels. Nurseries are closing at alarming rates and staff retention is low. Increasing the care-a-child ratio is not in a child's best interests. It is highly likely there will not be enough funded places available, with settings struggling to stay open with the lack of funding. The new increased funding is still grossly insufficient. Increased demand and staffing crisis. Yes, the government are finally talking about childcare, but this is not a win. It is governmental platitude with a murky neoliberalist underbelly. And I think she could not have nailed that That's a oh, anymore. Beautiful. Beautiful. a Very well read, Sinead. Well done. Beautifully read,
1: yeah. Oh, I mean, shall we say no more on that? She said it all for us, hasn't she? Yeah, hot chicks have spoken politics. We have spoken politics and we're going to continue speaking politics because these hot chicks care about stuff. We care deeply.
0: We care about deeply. About stuff.
1: We're going to wrap this up. So, um,
0: Sinead, can you please say the words? Can you give me your P.S. I love you?
1: P.S. I love you. I tell you what I PS love. Yes. My bloody new badge maker.
0: Yay! I bought a
1: badge maker because I'm just a maverick. Um and I've made as a load of amateur MILF badges. I basically I, I I like new new things to make. And Sinead is showing her badge to a piece of equipment <laughs> that records sound. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I bought a badge maker. They're really fun and
0: I'm going to make so much shit with it. It's so exciting. My budge no has a little care bear and it says Amateur Mill Society and it matches my pink and green shoes.
1: It matches Sinead's pink and green Gazelle, Adidas Gazelles. Uh, when she walked into the cafe we met in earlier, uh, I didn't say hello to her. I said, what the fuck? I wanted those shoes. <laughs> I'm so jealous of them. They're like a kind of neon mint green with a bright hot pink stripe and they are absolutely stunning I've seen people on the on the Instagram wearing them on the Instagram and I really want them so bad uh, actually that's my PS I love you I love my badge maker but PS I also love your gazelles <laughs> uh, PS what
0: do you love I PS love our merch Oh! Oh yay! We've got t-shirts, baby. Which are very, very, very clever.
1: T-shirts. Yeah, so I've been um I learned to screen print at the Leicester Print workshop. Shout out Leicester Print Workshop. They're amazing. Uh so I've learned how to screen print. So I made these screens and I printed some t-shirts. These are just like mock-ups for us. Yeah, I have never gonna... possessed a t-shirt I love more. It's amazing. So what I've done is I've very cleverly I I've kind of got one of those old, I drew one of those like old style, like medieval um, like presses that's of witches and demons and I quite like this idea that um, in the medieval times when like men were allowed to uh, set fire to women uh, that they and kind drowned of them. and drowned them oh yeah drowned them yeah they drowned them and tortured them uh, and uh, you know just generally treated them like shit um, so th- this idea that like women were witches and that they sort of went out in the night with their familiars I just quite like this idea that their familiars were probably just their kids <laughs> just their kids uh, knocking about in fact the reason they were in the woods is because their, their kids like run off <laughs> and they're just chasing after them yeah, they're
0: trying to get the kids back they're yeah. just
1: like please go to please go to fucking sleep please go to fucking sleep next thing you know you're a witch yeah so that's what i've drawn i've drawn like some little witches and demons and then the tagline is we're just trying so if you see on our instagram i've got these t-shirts i've got the screen so if you want any printing mate I'm happy to print them again. You will have to pay me. But uh yeah, I'm gonna sell them. So thank you for that, P.S. I love you. Yes,
0: yeah. I love you. Oh P.S. I love you too. PS Rosie. I love you too. I also so we met for coffee and Rosie gave me a little present bag I did. and I had two amateur world society t-shirts. Yes, a selection of amateur world society badges. Yes. And a print, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll have seen it. It is the virgin mother and her child. (laughs) And the virgin mother is not pleased with her child. No, (laughs) and I love it so much. Yeah, it's going to go up on your wall, isn't it? So, PS, I love Rosie. PS, I love
1: me. Oh, PS, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do you PS loathe? What do I PS loathe? Oh, God. So, on Thursdays, Mm-hmm. Dave goes into the office and re- take Ramona to school. So it's just me and Lola. And um, I don't know if you remember, but in amongst our kind of um, communist manifesto chat on one of the episodes, yeah, we we kind of started off that conversation by talking about how Lola dresses, dresses like she lives in a squat. Yeah, And we mentioned that she likes to wear odds shoes and slippers on her feet and hands. Yeah, which I yeah. love. Well, that obsession is getting out of hand. Um, and yesterday... so I try to do work when I'm at home with Lola um, and I can usually get a bit done she's quite like self-sufficient she'll just potter about and play with her toys but yesterday I am not kidding Sinead I'm not over exaggerating this I managed to make your badges right but usually I can get a significant more amount of work done I spent 10% of my day making badges And the other 90% was taking Lola's shoes off, putting different shoes on, taking her socks off, putting different socks on, putting slippers on. One (laughs) slipper on, one shoe on. One slipper off, one shoe off, two shoes off, one shoe... Honestly, I lost my fucking goddamn mind. And it was... And she can say (laughs) shoe now. So the whole day was me trying to do work and then her going, shoe, shoe, no mummy, shoe, shoe. And I was having to swap them over like she was in fucking (laughs) clocks. And...
0: I had to hide her shoes. P.S. What do you loathe? Uh, the weather. The weather! Yeah. The weather has been shit recently. So bad. So it snowed last week. Uh, lest we forget, we are in <laughs> mid-March. <laughs> it snowed last week to the point Ugh. where Darcy was off school. Yeah, because snow Because of day. the snow. Snow day. Uh, it's currently... Sounds like it's torrentially raining outside. Sounds like when we leave this recording studio, it, there will be a flood. Rosie's car will be a boat. Presum- <laughs> Presumably, we'll have been at Noah's Ark territory. It's been so cold for so long, I've forgotten what warmth feels I'm,
1: like. I, I right, feel my hands, Rosie. I'm so,
0: ah, I'm so glad you've said this because I was thinking
1: this the other day, like, I am only warm if I'm lying on a beach. <laughs> and the rest of the time I'm cold. So this for me feels like I'm close to frostbite yeah so Um, the weather is shit the weather's shit the government's shit our children are you know sometimes shit we live in piss land we live in piss land but we're going to wrap this up now yeah so next week oh baby it's the big boy it's the big boy it's the real icky sticky yeah we're going to talk about labour so next week we're going to talk about my labour with Ramona labour and birth my labour and birth with Lola and your labour and birth with Darcy yes and then I think the week after that we'll talk about labour in general because yeah. we've got so much to talk about with our labours. Um, so trigger warning, it's going to be very detailed. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot about our vaginas. Yeah, like we didn't last week with sweeps. Yeah, like we haven't already. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a, a lot more than fingering. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, the mucus plug. The mucus plug. If you don't know, don't ask. If you don't know, don't Google it. Don't Google it.
0: Don't fucking Google it. Or just come back next week and listen to us. We'll tell you. Yeah, we'll tell you in excruciating detail. <laughs> oh,
1: disgusting. Okay, so um, we're going to see you next week where we talk about labour. Thank you so much, everybody,
0: for listening. Please, for the love of God, follow the Instagram at Amateur Mill Society, the Twitter at Amateur Milk Sock, S-O-C, slide in the dms let us know what you think leave us rates on spotify and apple Podcasts if you please and thank you so much for listening please subscribe to us as well yes which i had to teach rosie how to do i didn't know how to do that i was going where's the
1: subscribe button and i just needed to scroll up slightly yeah (laughs) because i'm a fucking idiot (laughs) please don't be a fucking idiot please subscribe because it means the world to us and we'll be able to keep doing shall we go
0: look after our kids I don't want to. Nor do Do I. Do I have
1: to go out in the rain just to look after my kids? Shall we stay in the cave? We'll stay in the cave for a bit longer.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.